Squatch. Dancing. Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. And my first story today is world news. This is from the BBC. Okay, so you're not going to believe this. Okay. Internet fraud. Nigerian scammer pulls off $1 million heist from prison. What? You know those, like, emails that was people this get a legitimate Nigerian prince? Yeah. No. No, it was just someone actually in Nigeria <laughs> that pulled off, like, an internet fraud scam. And he was in prison already. So a Nigerian prince-sinner. No? Yeah. Is that anything? It's not anything. I <laughs> Move on. Can, it can be a thing. It can be a thing. Yeah, someone who had been previously convicted for fraud was in prison, was able to... Commit more fraud. Commit more fraud from in prison, from Nigeria. And it's just like, this is actually happening. combo (laughs) bonus. Just like, and now there's this whole investigation happening, like, into, like, how this could happen. But, like, yeah, apparently this guy had access to the internet in prison. So, like, he just kept doing the fraud. That seems like one thing they could take away, maybe. Did he have, like, a smuggled phone or something? They said he had a phone, but he was allowed to for some reason. What? I, I don't know why. I, I don't understand, but for some reason Orange he was allowed to have it. Orange is the new black specifically taught me that phones are contraband, so maybe it's not the same in uh, Nigeria. I don't know, but um, I just wanted to share that there actually was someone from Nigeria doing one of those internet fraud scams. So, like, that actually existed. That's <laughs> um, wild. And it was interesting because... I just, I don't know, didn't think, it's just so literal. I just, yeah, no, there, there's something unsettling when like a real life event happens that coincides so closely with something that's essentially a meme at this point. Right. There's like, just something weird about the whole situation. Yeah. It's hard to put my finger on it, but that actually happened. But they caught him and stopped Well, he him. was in prison, so. so. Yeah. They caught him again. (laughs) He was already in prison. And I'm assuming that they took away his internet and phone. And they put him in a smaller prison inside that prison. (laughs) Prison's all the way down. (laughs) It's like those nesting dolls. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So they just put him in the next. Yeah. Nigerian nesting prison. Yeah. That could be a thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's probably not. But, you know. (laughs) My first story is random local news. This comes from the Record Courier, which, fun fact, is the local newspaper from the town that I grew up in. Oh. Um, The headline is, Messing with Sasquatch, Real Estate Edition. (laughs) Wait, like those commercials, Messing with Sasquatch? Okay. Um, The article starts, the online ad looks routine for a three-bedroom home for sale in Rootstown, Ohio. Uh, shout out. Shout out. Uh, it starts out boasting about the home's nearly three acres and new roof and then shows 35 pictures, including a welcoming entryway, a tidy open kitchen, and a six foot four fur covered Sasquatch sitting on a toilet reading the local paper. <laughs> That's in the photos. Yes. Of the, so, uh, okay. <laughs> it's a real estate ad that decided to incorporate a Sasquatch costume uh, to a uh, pretty great effect. Um, <laughs> He also makes an appearance in three of the other pictures. He uh, walks through the home's backyard, peers over a fence, and stands at the kitchen sink drinking coffee out of a mug with a rooster on it. I don't know why they felt the need to include that detail, but 
There you have it. Um, <laughs> this is the uh, idea of realtor Shauna Bailey, uh, who is selling the house, and her husband. Uh, they came up with the idea of using Sasquatch a few months ago when they were trying to sell some vacant property that they own. Uh, <laughs> she spied a Jack Link Sasquatch costume on Amazon, just like the one in the commercials. So it's just it's a replica of those. Okay. Um, the costume fit her husband perfectly. <laughs> Apparently, I guess he's 6'4". A photographer who takes photos uh, for Bailey's real estate ads snapped pictures of him as Sasquatch walking through the woods on the uh, vacant property that they owned, and she posted them online with the real estate ad. Uh, When the owners of the Ritztown house that was mentioned before saw the Sasquatch pictures in this ad, they wanted Sasquatch in their ad, too. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently he's been a huge hit drawing thousands of eyes to the home's online ad, and they're actually negotiating an offer right now. Uh, noting, oh, great. noting that the uh, buyer's realtor told her that the Sasquatch piqued the buyer's interest, which I don't know why that would factor into your home buying decision because it's not coming it's with not, the house. Yeah, like, <laughs> the house doesn't actually come with the Sasquatch. Right. But. Um, there's still an open house, though, because they're still negotiating uh, this weekend. And uh, Sasquatch will be on hand to greet potential buyers. <laughs> and right after that open house, they're heading to a new listing for another photo shoot because the owners of that home also want Sasquatch in their real estate ad. You have to start wondering how soon it's going to just be every Ritztown uh, yeah. uh, real has estate ad Sasquatch just has a Sasquatch like in, in it. it. What I a creative a, idea. I thought so. Like those pictures are usually kind of dull. Like why not, yeah. why not liven it up with a little bit of, with a little bit of humor? That's so true, though, that, like, those pictures are dull. Like, how do you, yeah, like, putting something funny. I would think real estate is all about differentiating, right? Yes. This is the picture. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, that's so funny. It's such a good costume, too. Said it was only two hundred bucks on Amazon. Oh, that's actually not bad. Not a not that's less than I would have expected for yeah. for a giant Sasquatch. I, costume. I also have to say I like the idea of just having someone dressed up as Sasquatch like present at an open house. Just also, yeah, just, just for also like there. no reason. Yeah, just like terrify the children. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my next story is entertainment news. This is from Esquire.com. There is a show called Flirty Dancing coming to the U.S., and it's amazing. Have you seen this? I, I saw one clip from it. Did you, you saw the... There's this one clip that's been, like, going all around social media. Yeah. Okay, so you saw that? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I want to talk about Flirty Dancing because I was very amused. Um, this past weekend, a clip from the U.K. dating reality show Flirty Dancing... Um, started showing up across social media. The basic idea of the show is that two strangers are taught the same dance, and then upon meeting for the first time, they're asked to perform it together. But they don't like talk to each other or anything. Right. That's that's it's their like introduction. a blind. Their introduction is they just like are both kind of plopped down in like a space. And they do and a they choreograph. Do, yes, and it's very complicated too. Yeah. It's like not a simple. It looked like dance. A, yeah, it looked like a really complicated. Like are are the people all dancers? Or are they just? I don't think they are. I think they're just random people. Um, I did not, and anything I read, I read a couple articles about this, and nothing said that they were actual dancers. They're just like people that want to be on a reality show, dating show. Um, So so this one explained that um, the show begins with two singles who have seemingly given up on dating, (laughs) and the two singles work with choreographer Ashley Banjo, (laughs) 
who is apparently <laughs> that's what this said. No, Ashley Banjo, who uh, teaches them compliment. I can't just move on from Ashley Banjo that quickly. There's, there's the world famous choreographer Ashley, Ashley Banjo. Banjo. <laughs> I also don't know because now I just like I also just either. I can't picture Ashley Banjo as anybody but just like a person just like going delete 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 like all of her dances are just like on a banjo or something. I or like some type of cartoonish like whimsical. Yes. Well, whoever Ashley Banjo is, from the one video that I saw, I was pretty impressed. Yeah. So, um, so they both learn. The dance with Ashley Banjo. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then um, they dance together on film, and then they immediately separate, and they don't talk at all. And then after the dance happens, they can decide on whether they want to go on an actual date and, like, learn things about each other, like their names and stuff. <laughs> That's, like, advanced Tinder, where it's just, like, not a swipe. You're not judging by a picture. You're judging by a choreographed routine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, no, nah, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's just such like an intimate thing. Like I right, and you feel like uh, you feel obligated. I think to I go know. out with the person. Like, what are you going to be putting, like? No, like that's just they just learned so... a minute and a half long routine. Yeah. For me. Um. So the U.S. is going to recreate the show on Fox this December, uh, with Jenna Dewan hosting it, and also we're going to ruin the show by adding a competition element where uh, one person picks between two dancers, which oh, is the worst uh, thing ever, and we're probably going to just ruin the whole show. But yeah. If you haven't seen that clip that we're talking about, yeah. I think it's just really It's beautiful. really moving. <laughs> like, it makes you, like, emotional by the end of it. It's like, these people have just met for the first time, and they're doing this. It's like, yeah. it's just something that you don't, doesn't, like, compute almost. It's like, I mean, you know? I'll say, sounds like a total nightmare to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine? What if you mess up the routine? What do okay. you do then? I, I don't know. What if your first impression of a person is them messing up a dance? That'd be the worst. And it's on film and everything. Yeah, exactly. Like, do they do multiple takes? Because that would kind of defeat the purpose, wouldn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So I would just, I would just go into this like a ball of stress. I, I don't think it would work out well for me. See, I don't know. I feel like it depends on what type of personality you are, probably. Yeah. It's yeah. I feel like you've got to be the kind of person who sees this and is like, "Yes, this that is how cool. I want to meet someone." <laughs> not, not the type of person of like. Whereas this I'm like, sounds... no, I don't want to meet somebody who would want to meet somebody like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see how the U.S. version goes, but uh, I don't know if we can have if we have access to the British one if it's on like. Some yeah. type of streaming or I something. I don't know. I would one. probably rather watch British one. It's yeah. like all things British, probably more wholesome. Yep. Well, yep. like all British reality shows, I should say. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough of them to say that. All I know is the Great, Great British, British Baking Show, which is like <laughs> which, clearly much more right. wholesome than like any American reality show ever. Yeah, yeah I shouldn't assume. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I haven't really seen any other ones. But if we're going off of that one, this one's probably going to be better right. than the US version. Yes. My next story is space news. This is from BGR. Saturn's moon Titan is like Earth, but insane. In what way? I have to admit, half the reason I brought this is the headline. (laughs) Um, 
But uh, NASA, when NASA's Cassini orbiter spent over a decade orbiting Saturn, the planet at the core of its mission wasn't the only target of its observations. The probe also spent time spying on Saturn's moons, including Titan. Uh, thanks to the orbiter, scientists have been able to create a global map of Titan for the first time. And it turns out the geography is a lot like the continents of Earth, with uh, hmm. rolling hills, dunes, and vast plains dotted with lakes. The climate, on the other hand, is a total nightmare for the vast majority of Earth life. Um, because liquid water doesn't exist on Titan's surface because it's too cold. Um, but because it's so cold, hydrocarbons like methane are able to exist as liquids, which is what ends up filling the lakes and rains from the sky. So like you literally like liquid methane raining down oh, on you. Wow. Um, which is why they called it a, a, a nightmare for Earth. Um, <laughs> As for whether life could exist, scientists think that organic compounds are abundant on Titan. They think this, I guess. Um, but the surface of the planet is a frozen crust. Um, researchers think it's possible that liquid water flows deep within the planet. And if that's true, the combination of liquid water and organics could hint at biological processes at work. But we just we don't know enough just yet. Um, mm. All that said, NASA is currently working on a mission that would send a flying drone to Titan in 2026, but it would take a full eight years for the spacecraft to arrive, so we'll have to wait until at least the mid-2030s for any news on that. But we are going to send something, apparently. Okay. Um, 2026 sounds very far away right now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I guess we will eventually learn, is there possibly life, and can it exist in this like actual nightmare <laughs> <laughs> okay maybe this is a weird question to ask but like why do we always assume that water is necessary for life that, i mean that's a totally valid question like why couldn't there just be some type of bacteria that like methane is like water for them i don't know maybe like is there some type of chemistry that keeps that maybe from there's being a, true like I, maybe there's a process to that i i like, don't know that you know, that place, it's just, there's lakes of methane. Methane rains down. Methane is everywhere. Well, like, maybe, like, there's life that likes methane, <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. That, yeah. That's what my mind would jump to, but I also don't understand all of, like, organic chemistry, so there's probably right. some Right, I would need, like, a scientist why. to be like, hey, <laughs> yeah. by the way, no, you that, totally, that's impossible, you totally like... need this to survive. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I've always thought kind of the same thing. It's kind of like how whenever they create fictional aliens they always look a little bit human it's yeah. like we probably don't know we we have like no idea what an actual alien would look like and in the same vein we don't know what they would like drink or breathe probably right i guess i don't like why would they look like humans like they probably wouldn't right the chances of that are like yeah nothing unless there's like another planet exactly like earth out there that like somehow a human-like thing has simultaneously evolved, but the chances of that seem really slim. Right. It's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like lead your mind in directions that you're just like, yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go there right now. It's too much to talk about on yeah, the show. I, yeah. Maybe later. No. Uh, existential discussions about evolution. <laughs> evolution and the existence and the, of extraterrestrial and the, life. And the, yeah. And the, and the chances that we'll ever find a humanoid uh, alien being. Um, <laughs> okay, my next story is robot news. And this is from Gizmodo. And this is about humanoid robots, actually. So it's good. Ah, uh -huh, fitting. Yeah. 
Um, so basically, some researchers at Carnegie Mellon programmed a docile robot to trash talk a human opponent during a ga- like a game situation. <laughs> and they found that it actually was like effective, even though it was coming from a robot. <laughs> like it upset um, the person? Is that what's considered effective? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, yes. It upset the, <laughs> the, the person actually did worse on the game <laughs> with the trash talking. This robot made a person cry. <laughs> Full marks. <laughs> They're like grading it like, yes. Like, <laughs> it's like, what is happening? Um, so the robot uh, that was used is one of those human-looking pepper robots, if you remember. Um, mm-hmm. And if you are not, if you're listening to this and you're not aware, those are actually pretty widely deployed now. Um, they're robots that deal with um, people asking questions in like museums or like directing people around airports or like customer service type things in different kind of public spaces. Um, but it's not very intimidating at all. But these researchers programmed one to say things like, I have to say, you are a terrible player. <laughs> or. <laughs> Over the course of the game, your playing has become confused. <laughs> like, while playing, I think it's like some type of like, it didn't say what game it was, but I think something like on a tablet or something, like you're sitting across from it, like playing it. Okay. And so they had four, uh, 40 study participants who were all technologically savvy and knew that a pre-programmed emotionless robot was like going to be giving them insults. Like they knew it was just, this was going to be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, the study results were that like the people that had insults being given to them um, didn't score as well in the game, and they also didn't improve as much like after the, playing the game multiple times as the people that didn't have insults coming at them from the robot. <laughs> so, it's an objective way they, to say that words matter. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the point. It's like, and then. On top of that, I guess they also studied, like, if the trash talking could come from, like, just some, like, computer, like, non-humanoid device. Mm-hmm. And it still had negative effects. Huh. Like, it didn't even have to be a humanoid robot. Like, the trash talking still had negative effects on the people. So, their conclusion in this article was basically that this is just showing that, like, anything that's, like, an AI voice assistant type stuff couldn't actually like affect you like in like the way that it says things even though it's like a robotic like it's not real hey siri insult me yeah well they're like it could so like okay on the you know the bad side of it would be you know if this technology is abused somehow like but the good side of it is that machines can be used to like improve people's mental health Hmm. and like tell you encouraging things did and they, make you feel better. Did they try that? Did they try the opposite? They didn't try that in this study, but it's I've like, seen wow, like you're a, really getting better at yeah, this. They should have. Yeah. I don't know. That seems like the obvious like, yeah. uh, sequel to this study, right? They should have done that. I, I don't know if they did that, but I know that there have been other studies where people looked at like using robots for like as like comforting things or and like helping people through like mental health issues and stuff. And mm. that has like shown that it can be effective. So so it can go both ways. Is right. the point. Can, I could totally like, see something like this yeah. being abused in like a an online game that has like a text chat component where just you have a bot that's just feeding insults to people you're playing against. <laughs> that's so yeah, just it could totally be abused that way. Yeah. And they even uh, like the author of this article brought up that they just had an idea of like what if some like a company abused this to 
somehow like make people like make different like decisions like buying decisions and stuff like that and like are you sure you don't want to get that moisturizer yeah like yeah (laughs) no seriously like your skin really could use this like maybe it's not good like i don't know just like you never know (laughs) you know (laughs) (laughs) they were like there's different ways that your like people's psychology could kind of be like taken advantage of yeah guilt the next big advertising frontier (laughs) yeah oh man honestly there's probably a lot of that so they probably are already doing that. They're already doing that. It's like terrible. I hate ads. Capitalist dystopia. No. Yay. No. <laughs> My next story is entertainment news. This is from BuzzFeed News. Brace yourselves. The second Cats movie trailer is here. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. The look on your face, as soon as you heard that, you're just immediately just like, no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I'm, I'm equally parts afraid and intrigued yeah. by this. So you haven't seen it yet? I have not seen it. Okay. Um, well, I have. Uh, I'll just read the bullet points I have here. Uh, the new Cats trailer was released on Tuesday, four months after the first trailer back in July, which it feels like it's been longer. <laughs> Yeah, that was in July? It was only in July, yeah. Wow. Um, the star-studded movie, based on the musical by Andrew Lloyd Webber, opens December 25th and features performances by, and again, I cannot believe this cast list, <laughs> Taylor Swift, Judy Dench, oh my God. Idris Elba, Jennifer Hudson, Jason Derulo, <laughs> Ian McKellen, and Rebel Wilson. How? Like, how did they how? assemble this group of people? Like, what did they, what lies did they tell them? Um, anyway, after a year of anticipation since the film adaptation was announced, anticipation's a strong word, uh, the first trailer finally revealed how the movie turned all of the celebrities into literal cats using CGI, and the results were absolutely terrifying. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, of course, everybody freaked out when the movie's official Twitter account announced on Monday that there would be a new trailer on Tuesday, and then they freaked out even more when the actual trailer finally dropped. And uh, that's really, that's all I... Like actually brought about it. Um, I don't know if you want to watch it. I kind of would want to. I would. <laughs> I kind of would like to watch it. Okay. And then we can talk about how terrifying it is because I'm yeah. sure that it's terrifying, even though I haven't seen it yet. We're gonna pause for a second and pause. watch the trailer. Okay. All right. I just subjected Alex to the trailer. Yes. Thoughts. That did not clear anything up for me for sure yeah it may have added to my confusion about the movie and and also just solidified some of the feelings that i had from the first trailer Mm -hmm. about just being very confused and um what's a synonym for confused (laughs) (laughs) um this isn't, so, this isn't the word you're looking seemed, for, but troubled? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It seemed like there was a whole scene where there was a Jason Derulo music video happening, which was like, hmm, that's interesting. Probably the only way he agreed to be in the movie. A Taylor Swift concert also uh-huh. happened in there. Yeah. Where um, she does a weird little cat shimmy, and I do not care for it. Yeah, <laughs> it's I didn't very like strange. that either. Um, Idris Elba is a cat. Uh-huh. Um, Ian McKellen is a cat. Is a cat. They're all cats. We They're got, all cats. <laughs> we did establish that part. They're all cats. That is that is established. Um, but we saw more of them as cats. I just don't. There's a lot of them. I just don't. There just seems to be so much going on. 
Like, I can't tell what the tone of the movie, like, I can't tell if it takes itself seriously. And then they, but then they also throw in just like some really bad jokes. And yeah, that was the other thing is like, there's literally think, a cat got your tongue joke, which is just the like, like lowest of the low hanging fruit. Yeah. Like that's the best you could come up with. Like, you know what, Anthony, I honestly think that the movie is going to take itself seriously and they've inserted a couple of jokes in the whole film and all of the jokes are we in already the trailers. Know are in the yeah. trailers. Yeah, that seems about that that seems right for this movie. Like, also, I'm really curious how long it's going to be because I feel like from these two trailers there's so much like so many different scenes that we've seen. Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of different scenes. Well, think you think and, each one yeah, and no it, obvious uh, through path. Like I don't know. No, because there's no obvious like story in it. Really, which to be so. fair, there wasn't really in the original show either. But fine. But most of the time, when people do movies, don't they like inject yeah, more, like story like, into yeah. it? Which sometimes isn't good, but like sometimes more is good. In the actual movie, it's hard to say from trailers, obviously, but just from the source material, it's hard to see where they would get a story, <laughs> even <laughs> like. Because it's like, if I'm watching these trailers, it's just like, oh, do you want to go sit in a theater for like 90 minutes to two hours watching a bunch of CGI cats? And like literally nothing. Like famous people that you know. (laughs) Yeah. Like I want to, I actually would like to know if there is a story because I don't know. We're still going to go see it. Oh yeah. hundred (laughs) percent. We're hundred percent going to go see it. Everyone. And I'm legitimately really excited. (laughs) Not because I think it's going to be good. But because I think it's going to be real bad. <laughs> we could do a movie review after we go see it. Oh, absolutely. absolutely oh, it'll be so fun. That's part of the reason I brought this is because I just want to keep this movie fresh in everyone's minds. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. This movie is... Okay, yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't even know what else to say about it. Yeah, it's just like... I, I don't know if there is anything else to say about it. It looks weird and I'm, I'm terrified and excited. Mostly terrified. <laughs> I'm still just confused, but I'm, I am excited too. I'm confused and excited. I want to yeah. go see it. I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited. All right. All right. It's time for breaking news. The part of the show where Anthony and I look up stories that just happened today or were just posted today and we read them to you on the fly. Robot insults. Ready, set, Go! go! Okay, I found something on BBC.com. The headline is, Owner reunited with cat found 1,200 miles from Portland home. Basically, that's that's really far. This cat had been missing for five years. What? And was found in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and the owner was in Portland, Oregon. And the only reason that the cat was identified was because he had a microchip, I guess. Mm-hmm. And someone found him and they like, you know, they looked at the microchip and it was like, Oh, we, Hey, we found your cat. The cat had been missing for five years. Did, did they have Isn't any idea how it got to Santa Fe? No, no, they don't know. And I guess it was five years. It could have walked. <laughs> it could <laughs> Five years later, it could, it could have walked all the way down there. Right. Yeah. I mean, 1,200 miles in five years? Yeah, I think so. For a cat? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. A cat could do that. It just... Uh, but, but like, why? Why? 
You'd think it, it would have, have to be like driven, like not driven, but like it have to have a purpose in like be going in a direction. Yeah, yeah. for some reason. And you would think that if a cat got out, like it would find like some type of source of food somewhere. Like if it was lost or something, it would find something that's kind of stick around that area, not like mm-hmm. be traveling across country. Right. Well, especially like cats that are owned by people. I feel like the cat usually stays in the general vicinity of where yeah. it knows it'll get fed. Right. So it's really weird that it would have just kept going. So yeah, it ended up in New Mexico somehow. That's so weird. I wonder um, if somebody took it. Honestly, potent- that could have happened. I mean, they didn't say like how that like what happened originally, me, but I don't know. But it just says that the original owner like had, you know, reported him missing and stuff and then just nothing ever turned up and so Yeah. He kind of just Part of me know. though just wants to believe that this cat went on like a 1200-mile journey all by itself. Just like an adventure, like a Disney movie. Maybe they'll make a, I was just gonna say that, like maybe they'll make a movie about it. I think the cat, the cat's name was Sasha. Sasha's adventure. Sasha, Sasha sachets to Santa Fe. Hey. Nah. Nah. I like Sasha's adventure better. Yeah. Even it's a little I more can't say manageable. It Sasha's adventure. Sasha's adventure. Sasha. Anyway, yeah. Now they're reunited. Yay. Yay. All right, I found this on NBC News. Pre-made chicken Caesar salad possibly linked to E. coli break- oh, outbreak. Oh, no. Oh, no. Just when you thought salad was okay to eat again, We haven't had one of these in a while. It's been a long time. Uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention announced on Wednesday uh, an investigation into an E. coli outbreak that sickened 17 people in eight states. Oh. Um, the source of the outbreak has not been determined, but seven people in Maryland reported eating a pre-made chicken salad called Ready Pack Bistro Bowl Chicken Caesar Salad, that's a mouthful, um, before they got sick. The salads were purchased at various Sam's Clubs, according to the Maryland mm. Department of Health. Um, they helpfully included a picture of what it looks like. Oh, okay. Um, so they're looking into whether the E. coli found in the salad is genetically similar to the E. coli making people sick. So I guess they found it in the salad. I don't know if I said that. Um, oh. Which would indicate that the salad is a source, obviously. Um, patients in the uh, seven other states affected by this outbreak did not initially report eating this salad. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> no deaths have been reported, but seven people have been hospitalized. Um, wow. Which, it's, I mean, it's E. coli is very, it's, it can be dangerous. Um the CDC says that people should not eat or sell ready, ba- ready pack Bistro Bowls chicken Caesar salad with a best buy date of October 31st, ooh, 2019. <laughs> if, you have the, if you have this salad in your home, throw it away because it's haunted with E. coli. <laughs> How fitting. Um, yeah, I thought salads were safe again. Guess not. Nope. Guess not. Nope, we're never we're never and, safe. Uh, they haven't they haven't tracked down the source of it, which means that it could be like the lettuce, and maybe that same lettuce is being used in other stuff. So, just want to state that. Yeah. Just be careful, I guess, if you're eating pre-made salads. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, I mean, I would personally stay away from those anyway because yeah. of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like just buy a, your own. Make a salad, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the easier things to make. The other thing, too, is, like, even with, like, some of those salad kits, like, they have the greens separated from the other stuff, and you can, like, wash them. Mm. So that's, if if you do want to buy, like, a salad kit and the greens are separated, you can, like, at least, like, rinse them off. That kind of helps with the risk of something being in there. Yeah, that's a good tip. Mm-hmm. 
All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. As always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. And really quick, I just want to add another note. A couple weeks ago, I just wanted to remind everyone of how to get to the episode description. And I just want to clarify part of that. If your app, you might have to click the details button, not the like three dots button, depending on what you're using. So just want to clarify that because there was... Still some confusion after I tried to clear this up the last time. So I just wanna There's a lot add of different more apps, so. information there. You that might have to sense. click details. Yeah. Speaking of apps, you can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever other app you'd like to use. Uh, that may or may not have a details button. And uh, you can follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash news and on Twitter at, at Knickknack News. Alright, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I feel like we need like a more uplifting. I don't know. I don't know. There isn't anything. No one's died. No. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs>